right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast. It is I, your host, Pizza Mind, and I am back in the saddle over here in Texas. And I'm joined today on the hunt for the next big gems in crypto by Devin Ferreira, the CMO over at Immutable. My friend, how are you doing? What's up, Pizza? Thanks for having me on. I'm doing well, thanks. How about yourself? Doing good. I just got back from a long vacation in Japan. I had an amazing time just getting away from the screens, looking at nature, hearing the wind blow, staring at birds and running water and stuff. And <laughs> they talk about touching grass, but I think that's only stage one in uh, what's necessary in life. You really got to get out and get away from the screens because when you get back to the screens, you get to appreciate them so much more. Oh God, how I've missed it. I've missed all the <laughs> craziness on Twitter and all these upcoming projects that have so much potential. Oh, so good to be back. Well, it sounds like a wonderful trip. Yeah, touching grass is, uh, it's important, right? But Japan's a pretty serene place. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you got some good downtime. I certainly did. And I'm ready to get back to it now. And one of the things that we're really excited about over here at Crypto 101 internally that we talk about all the time is Immutable X. We think that gaming is going to be one of the biggest growers in terms of market sectors over the next several years. I don't even want to say the next bull cycle. I think this has the potential to be a decades-long growth evolution of the gaming industry as they reimagine the way the user experience can be. And one of the forefront runners of this new technology and how it can be applied to gaming is Immutable X. So without doing your job and selling the product too much more, let me ask you, what exactly is Immutable X? And why is it so special compared to Ethereum or Bitcoin? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I appreciate the question. I think the space uh, as a whole is poorly understood. And so, you know, kudos to you guys for producing something like this that helps people understand the space a little more. I've been in, uh, in the crypto space since um, before the bull run of 2021, so only a handful of years ago, but it seems like a decade or more. Um, but my whole career has been spent on sort of the forefront of technology or really spending time in emerging technologies. Before joining Immutable, I was the CMO for Avalanche, and I was fortunate enough to see that community go from nothing to what it is today. Um, but the reason that I joined Immutable specifically is because I see gaming as the uh, vanguard of use cases that are going to bring people on chain in the next five to 10 years. Hey guys, TiVo here to tell you about the Ufi Video Lock, a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell all in one. That's right, three in one for triple the security. It's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It gives you keyless entry, so no more fumbling your keys when you have your hands full coming back from the grocery store. No more worry about the kids losing a house key. No more worry about a guest losing the house key or forgetting the passcode on your door. And for Airbnbers, it's a no-brainer as you can change the passcode at will between renters. It has available fingerprint recognition and it has AI self-learning chips. So the more you use it, the more accurate it's going to be. You will have no anxiety with the battery charging. It is a rechargeable battery and it lasts around four months. But don't worry, when it's low, it'll give you plenty of weeks notice. And also, it always comes with a physical key as a backup. There's no monthly fee, unlike other brands that charge you a monthly fee to get your backup recorded 
recordings. They're always recorded locally and you will always have access. Customer support for the Eufy Video Lock is 24-7, so you don't have to worry about any issues you have, and it comes with an 18-month warranty. What I love about this product is it's truly all-in-one. With the three-in-one, you don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Eufy Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, Go on Amazon and search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door. So if you look at all the VC money that went into applications building on the blockchain in 2022, 62% of that funding, close to $5 billion, went to games building on the blockchain. And that's because I think that the, the use case for crypto and decentralized technologies and self-custody of assets, digital ownership, is really being driven by gaming. I think if you look at activity on chain, the vast majority of wallets were created to support games. And, um, you know, outside of DeFi and DeFi and rotation of, uh, of investor, investor rotation, I think a lot of the activity is centered around gaming. So I view this as a killer use case for onboarding the first 100 million users into Web3, and it's, it's part of the reason that I came over here. Interestingly, of that $4.5 billion that was invested in games building on the blockchain, almost a billion dollars of that went to games building on Immutable. Now, I heard you refer to it as Immutable X. Yeah, it's a pretty staggering stat. The ne next closest, by the way, was Polygon. I know we're going to talk about our partnership later, <clears throat> but Polygon, I think, came in just close to 900 mil. The only sector that received more funding were games that were building directly on Ethereum's Layer 1. And we'll talk more in the show, I'm sure, about you know why that in the long run is not really feasible and why uh, games and developers are looking for roll-ups like Immutable um, to actually move to. But you mentioned Immutable X, and I want to take this opportunity to just clarify what Immutable X is versus Immutable. Please a do. Lot of people, yeah, a lot of people in the industry, and particularly because the, the, uh, the token which was issued by the, the foundation is called IMX, and people think that Immutable X and Immutable are really the same thing. And uh, it's true, but it's also not. So Immutable X refers to the very first zero-knowledge roll-up that was ever built on Ethereum. It's a chain called Immutable X, and it's based on the Starkware technology. We built that because we wanted to give the Ethereum community a way to scale and to make gameplay accessible um, and, and, and to make the technology accessible for game developers. So Immutable X actually refers to that very first roll-up. We have subsequently, in conjunction with Polygon, announced a second roll-up option called the ZKEVM, which also uses zero-knowledge technology to scale the Ethereum uh, Layer 1, but it's, uh, it uses an EVM-equivalent virtual machine. So what that means is all these games that are built to run on the Ethereum Layer 1 or on other EVM-equivalent chains can easily be ported over to this new roll-up solution. And so which you've is got inevitable. They'll have to. I think so. Yeah, I think it'll be inevitable. And so, you know, you've got these two roll-up options. One is Immutable X and one is Immutable ZKDM. But the real secret source for Immutable, and most people don't realize this, which is why my job as marketing officer is important, is that sitting on top of these roll-ups is a gaming platform which consists of all the Lego blocks, the tools and services that gaming studios need to very easily bring Web3 functionality into their game. So it's things like identity solutions or wallets or checkouts or global order books to instantly make sure that people can sell their assets, not just in-game, but in marketplaces around the internet. And so when you think of Immutable, you really have to think of that full stack. It's the gaming platform plus the roll-up options 
that really make it as compelling as it is. That's great to know. Thank you so much for clearing that up for us. And, you know, you mentioned you know, uh, Layer 1 Ethereum. And to me, it doesn't make sense for any game to try and build on there because of how expensive Ethereum gas fees are when anyone's using the network. The game itself could have a very reasonable usage, but if someone's minting a scam or you know there's some huge meme coin going on or some other really hot game, it can absolutely bog down everything else going on. But some of the smartest people that I know in the venture capital space have completely pivoted their thesis and are only investing in blockchain gaming now. And I thought that was absolutely fascinating. I personally am not because I don't understand the difference between a winner or a loser in early in game investing. So I try and stick to what I know, but it's got me really curious. I'm not a native gamer. I've had my spins with Duke Nukem 3D back when I was a teenager and then Left 4 Dead 2 in my 20s and Angry Birds. But other than that, I don't know how to tell if a game's going to be good or not. I don't know how to tell if a game platform's going to be good or not. And I don't really know why games need a blockchain in the first place other than for maybe some items or skins. Can you help us understand why blockchain is so revolutionary to gaming in the first place? That's a really good question. You know, um, you sound like me. Uh, I, I, I didn't think of myself as a gamer, but when I, I look back in my history and I thought about all those years growing up and how I spent my time, I realized that I actually did spend quite a bit of time gaming, you know, starting with, I don't want to date myself by telling you the first games that I got involved with, but I pretty much stopped playing games, I would say, sometime in my mid to late 20s, just because I ran out of time. I got serious about my career and, you know, games can suck up a lot of your time. It's like Red Dead Redemption, I think, was the last title that I bought for console. But I must say that since joining Immutable, I've gotten back into it and I realized that Although I didn't think of myself as a gamer, I still spent a lot of my time playing casual games on my iPhone when I was wasting time at the doctor's office or in the airport or just to check out at the end of the day. So I've kind of, uh, um, you know, been able to rekindle my love for games. And now, uh, sad to say, but I'm, I'm losing a lot of hours to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So I don't know if anybody else out there is having that problem. But, you know, I think gaming, uh, we're all gamers. We all love to play and we all love to have fun. But what's driving Web3 in gaming? And, you know, for those that are close to the space, you'll know that there's also been a little bit of backlash from some of the incumbents. And I think it happens in all sectors, but in gaming in particular, the sector was pretty resistant to mobile gaming. The sector was pretty resistant to free-to-play. And so, you know, I think anytime something new comes along, it challenges the status quo. And people get a bit nervous about what that's going to do to their, their daily flows or what have you. But over time, people, I believe, will, will come to embrace it. And we've seen the tune change even just – from last year to this year, the industry is really opening up and communities are embracing Web3 for gaming. But why is your question? In the last year, close to $200 billion was spent on in-game items, digital goods, right? So about $50 billion of those, for example, was just spent on skins. So if you think of all the big open-world games, whether it's Fortnite or Roblox or something else, People are customizing the characters. People are personalizing it because it's a reflection of who they are. It's a big part of their virtual identity. And people are spending tens of billions of dollars on these in-game items that they don't actually own, right? The central server that you're buying them on, you're really just renting access to this thing that makes you look unique. But once that service is turned off or something happens, it goes away forever. 
And so I think um, it's one of those interesting use cases where if, if you look at the genesis of Immutable, the company who started because our founders were prolific gamers and they were spending so much money in games, they realized that there's got to be a better way here. There's got to be a way for us to, you know, empower people to, to, to purchase things in game and to participate in the in-game economy, but at the same time for them to capture some of that value or at least own the asset that they're acquiring. I'm spending $400 for a skin. I should at least own that and be able to resell it somewhere else or take it with me. Or at the very least, if the game goes belly up, still have it and own it and keep it as a collectible. So, um, you know, it's a very real, uh, very real challenge in, in, in gaming and Web3 solves for that. Now, you said something really interesting. It's like, you're not a gamer. So how do you know which of the games to pick? How do you know what's interesting? What most people don't realize is that gaming is twice as big as both music and movies combined. Gaming is a big industry. It's much bigger than the traditional entertainment sector. And much like a movie studio, like where I used to work at Walt Disney Studios, um, you know, you put out a slate of movies in a given calendar year, and you're not expecting them all to succeed. Uh, you hope that they will, but the reality is that there's a small number that do incredibly well, and then, you know, there are many that don't do well at all. And I think the gaming industry is no different. So if you're out there and you believe in gaming as a sector, you believe in Web3 as a leading technology, you're putting those together and you're like, hmm, okay, you know, where am I going to invest my time and energy? I think that, um, you know, m my personal approach is not to try to pick a particular game and try to say this one's definitely going to be a winner. Of course, uh, there are some games that we're very bullish on that we're very excited about. But it's hard to predict. So, you know, uh, I just try to you know, invest myself, my time and energy in the space as a whole and try to find opportunities to participate across the board, especially if I'm not a player. And Immutable is a great way to get involved in the gaming ecosystem as a whole. It gives you access and exposure to a lot of the great titles that are building on the chain without having to kind of go deep into a rabbit hole on any one. I think the idea of Web3 and gaming is an amazing one. Although, as you mentioned, you know, the incumbents are very afraid to let go of control over their, their product, their branding, everything. But some of the best stuff comes from the community and just allowing people the creative freedom to mod the game or their gaming experience however they like. You know, sending it way back in the day, I remember there was a game called Worms World Party. And it was just these little worms blowing each other up with crazy weapons. But after they'd kill one of the other worms, you know, they'd have like this shit talk that they would do. And you could choose from a library of different things to say. And my friends and I started recording our own. And that just made the game experience so much better being able just to add that tiny little personal touch. And I can only think of, you know, what if you were to be able to do that to just about any game in just about any way, that's going to make not just the game so much more fun, but potentially an actual full-time job for tens of thousands of creators that are clever enough to gain a following and keep people interested. So I think what we're going to end up seeing is every game studio is going to have to go more the open world route where they're including their community in the creative process rather than it just being a dictation that's one direction. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And one thing that uh, I wanted to ask you is just from a marketing perspective, you know, being in Web3 is so different from, you know, working for Walt Disney, for example, where you've got to basically sell these products to people but in Web3, no one wants to be sold anything. If anything, they want to be educated or included or welcomed somehow. What has had to change in your approach when you joined Avalanche and now Immutable to be able to communicate to the Web3 community? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And, and I, I guess you're probably referring to the time that I spent at, at Oakley and Disney. Um, if I compare and contrast some of those experiences, I think there's some um, – some areas where Web3 is actually ahead of the curve, and then there's some areas where Web3 is a little behind and could learn from some of those big brands. So I think, you know, starting with starting with where there's opportunity for Web3 to learn from some of the more story brands is really when it comes to storytelling and the idea that, you know, um, the storytelling, when done right, can actually lead to um, a real flywheel effect in the development of a large community. So if you think of what, um, draws people. What's the honeypot that draws people to like D23, you know, the Disney conference that happens every year. And if you've met some rabid Disney fans, you'll know how deep they go. But there's a psychology of investment in the stories and the lore. And I think gaming has some of that in a way that the rest of the crypto world doesn't, right? So we have a real opportunity to bring that community into it. And, and I'll, I could share some examples with you in, in a minute. But I think that storytelling is one area where Web3 is still learning a lot. Um, it tends to be quite a technical community, 
And I think a lot of people in Web3 still think in terms of like, all right, well, there's got to be a mechanical way for me to identify somebody walking down a funnel and then acquire them as a user and give them my content. And, and while that's all um, true, I think it takes uh, – it, it neglects an important part of the story, which is what drew people to this in the beginning, which was not something that happens here but something that lives more in the heart, right? They were attracted to the story. They loved the characters. And I think that um, you know the most successful games in Web3 – or games in general are going to be those that touch the heart that have a really great storyline. And we see that playing out every day. So I don't think any of that changes. Great content is great storytelling. And, you know, there's just no changing that regardless of what technology comes along. So I think that's one area where web three is catching up to the incumbents. But on the flip side, I think that I've always, I've always believed that we don't really own our brands, even as big brands like Disney and Oakley, you don't own that brand. The community really owns it. You know, just Google uh, Paps Blue Ribbon Tattoo, if you don't believe me, and you'll realize that people, uh, when they believe in something or they've invested a lot of time and energy in it and they begin to love it, they, they co-opt that brand. And so your community defines your brand in as much as you do. I mean, you can try to do, you can try to do things to shape the public perception of who you are if you're Nike, you know, sitting in uh, uh, Beaverton and, and, and trying to let people know what you stand for. But at the same time, it's all those dot swoosh members, right? It's everybody that's aggregated around your brand. It's all the sneakerheads that get to almost participate in the definition of that brand. And so when you translate those ideas to Web3, where in contrast with traditional industries where you have a lot of vertical relationships, I think Web3 is much more horizontal, Right taking it down to the base layer technology, which doesn't belong to anybody. It belongs to all of us, to all of us. And I think that that's a really powerful idea because when you think of community, at the end of the day, it's about a feeling and it's about this notion that, you know, it's okay to be here. It's about belonging. It's like I found a place, I found my people. And uh, I, and I think that that gives Web3 a really, really um, powerful um, vector for building um, building a following, right? And I think the same is true for the games that operate in that sector too. So I, I think the big challenge we have, of course, is that uh, we've got a lot of those ingredients, but it's still very, very early, and there's still only this many people aggregated around this technology compared to the total addressable market. So still pretty early days, and for those with the foresight to get involved early, I think there's tremendous potential here over the next five five years. I found my people. What an amazing slogan for Immutable and its community when you talk about storytelling. I think that speaks very loud volumes to many people that are listening. And that really leads into my next question is how does Immutable differentiate itself from some of the other gaming-focused blockchains out there? You mentioned you have a partnership with Polygon as opposed to a competition with Polygon. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? And what is the story and personality that really defines what immutable is? Yeah. Thanks for asking the question. Uh, I mean, the, the simplest way to think of immutable and, you know, we have, we have two parts to the company. So in my role as chief marketing officer, I look after marketing for our platform business. This is the software that we developed to help game studios build web three enabled games. That's everything that you hear of when you when you hear Immutable Platform, when you hear Immutable X, Immutable ZKVM. Those are all the technical products that we're building to help game studios. Um, but we're also a game studio ourselves. 
you know, we, we were started before we were immutable, we were called something different. And uh, we launched the very first playable game on Ethereum called Etherbots. You, you can't play it today because the gas fees are nuts. But it was all about, you know, doing pioneering work in that. And so we had, we started off as a, as a game development studio ourselves. And that sets us apart, I think, from our competition because as we like to tell our customers, we understand you because we are you. You know, we're building these games alongside you and we understand how difficult it is to do that, not just technically, but building the game is almost the easy part. How do you make it successful? How do you set up in-game economies, have really great gaming loops so that your, you know, customer lifetime value of a CAC is actually greater than one? It's a lot harder to, to do than, than it sounds, right? So I think we're unique in that we understand both sides of this world. For our game studio clients, we like to say that we are the safest, smartest choice for your game. We know that what's critically important to the uptake of this technology and the growth of this industry is the hundreds and thousands of small teams of developers that are now building the next great games, right? But we don't know where those are going to come from, and it's going to take a minute. Equally as important on the top of that power law distribution, that short head, are the big gaming studios that drive the industry today. And so we are laser-focused on building products and the Lego blocks that those big studios of the world, the Ubisoft, the Bandai's, the, you know, the Activisions, the tools they are going to need to bring their games onto the blockchain and to build game economies that allow their fans and players to really participate in that economy in a meaningful way. So what does that mean? It means being a one-stop shop. It means being having really stable security. It means being a leader when it comes to those things that make onboarding easy. Because let's be honest, the problem with crypto today is you need a PhD to understand the stuff, right? So we need to simplify that. And that's our obligation as an industry is to make this dead simple for people to use, which is why we build products like, not to go too deep into the stack, Passport, which we recently launched. It's an identity product, and it's meant to abstract the complexity of onboarding somebody to Web3. So now with Passport, if you integrate that into your game as a gaming studio, you can enable passwordless sign-ons for your players. They can also use social logins, which is coming shortly. So that really makes it simple. You don't have to remember a 12-word seed phrase and you know get into complexities of hot, hot wallets and cold wallets and you know, all these things that just make people go, ah, I'm just trying to have fun. This sounds like a lot of work, right? So we're trying to simplify that process um, by really focusing on a great player experience because at the end of the day, that's what that's what's going to bring the players is great player experience. So um, safe, smart choice for your game. Make it easy to build. Put game development on easy mode. These are the things that we talk about, some of the phrases that we use, but it's really what separates us from our competition. Um you mentioned Polygon, and I apologize for the long-winded answer. You, you touched on some, some important points. Um, Polygon is a really interesting one. Um, full disclosure, I didn't really have full visibility into that relationship when I joined the firm a few months ago um, and was very, very excited in my first week on the job to learn that this was in the works um, and was grateful to have had a chance to get it over the finish line uh, and participate and contribute to that, should I say. But um, – the reason that that partnership is so very important for the industry, not just for Immutable, is it addresses three big problems that are holding us back. The first one, pizza, is that there's not enough great games in this space. Like We spoke about the fact that there's a lot of hit and miss stuff. 
discovery continues to be a problem. Even if you're into Web3 and you're into gaming, it's pretty hard to find great games like because there's no app store that you can just go to to download these things. You really have to get into it. So, you know, we wanted to put um, we wanted to put our forces together so that we could maximize the number of great games that are being built on chain, right? The second thing was it's too difficult to build games today because there's a lot of innovation that has to happen at the roll-up layer and the scaling technology to uh, provide the rails and the plumbing required to support gaming at scale. And because of all the tooling, as I've mentioned, that's required to build a great Web3-enabled game, whether it's the logins, identities, marketplace integration, and so on. So by combining forces with Polygon, we can deliver more great games with tooling that's easier to build. We don't have to worry about Polygon going, oh, you know what, maybe we need to build an onboarding solution. Maybe we need to build a liquidity um, solution. And and we don't have to worry about uh, saying, oh, geez, do we have to build our own roll-up? No, we can just use best-in-class technology from Polygon. They can use best-in-class technology for the platform pieces. We put this together. It makes it easier for our customers. And it takes down a lot of the walls that exist between these different games. For most games, you need to create your own in-game wallet. So now your assets and your liquidity is siloed across all these different venues that you're playing in. That's just on the same chain. If you're an avid gamer and you're participating in multiple venues, trading in multiple marketplaces, it becomes very, very unwieldy. So by joining forces with Polygon, we can remove some of those barriers and we can bring more liquidity and easy access to a larger universe of games and everybody wins. If, if you know me in the ecosystem, you've been around for a while, you'll know that I'm a big proponent of the idea that the rising tide lifts all boats. And I think in our space and in crypto in general, there's just way too much infighting. Like we're all jostling for a slice of a very, very small pie when we should be combining forces and growing the size of that pie. And what makes me so excited about the Polygon relationship is that's exactly what it is. Two former competitors who have come together because we realized that our best bet for realizing our ambitions is to come together instead of competing with, with each other. It's not PVP, it should be PVE. How do we how do we move things forward together? So now we're both pushing from the same side. And um, I'm really excited about the traction over the next couple of months. You're going to hear a lot from both Polygon and Immutable about all the games that are announcing that they're building on the Immutable ZKVN. So stay tuned for that. That news will start to come out in, in early July here. So a lot of momentum that's building behind the scenes and can't wait to get that out in the open. I can't wait to hear all about it. And I, I love that answer. Uh, that's really what the spirit of Web3 is all about, is helping each other push that rock up the hill and saying, okay, you do this really well, I do this really well. Let's coordinate, make things compatible so we don't have to keep reinventing the wheel. And that's only going to make the experience that much better for all the games and all the gamers that are built on either platform that can now run around and trade on larger venues with larger liquidity. And then it says to anyone else that isn't immutable or polygon, Hey, we need to get our stuff together and talk to these guys and make sure that we're compatible. We don't want to do something over here. That's going to leave us on an isolated little Island with few resources. We want to make sure there's an open highway over here. So um, That's right. Ethereum is done for DeFi. I can see Polygon and Immutable doing 
for the gaming focused blockchain. So I think that's a really beautiful way of doing things. And I'm very excited to hear these announcements uh, over the next, you know, I guess starting with the next month, Lord knows we need some good news right now. And I'm glad to hear that there's plenty in the pipeline. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So before we let you go, Devin... Let's just pick your brain for just a couple other things. Um, what are some of your favorite things that you've found working in the crypto industry since you joined? And would you encourage others to get a job in the crypto industry, even where we're at now in the bear market and so many other things that are depressing going on in the industry? Is, is, it, is it a good place to be yeah. or would you wait? Sure. No, it's a good question. You know, um, I think it's important for me to provide a little context because, uh, um, you know, you should frame my response, um, with that, with that as a backdrop. Um, I've spent most of my career, which is, which is longer than most in, in Web3. Web3 is an industry for, uh, full of young people. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still quite young, but, uh, I've been around a bit longer than most. Most of that career has been spent on the forefront of new technologies and helping companies and people use those technologies to do things better, whether it's business or connect as humans. And, I've always been fascinated by emerging tech, um, and 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 through the course of my career, maybe have placed some bets a little bit too early. So I I got I got into crypto in earnest or into Web three in earnest um, only when I joined Ava Labs in 2021. But I'd been a lurker and participator uh, in my private life for several years before that. But purposefully sat out the 2017 rush because I didn't. You know, I had, I had made the mistake of going into other industries too early, earlier in my career. So I thought I'd give it one more round. And so for me, I timed it perfectly because I, I, I was able to see the run up through 2021 and had the good fortune of being at the helm of the, uh, uh, of the avalanche marketing team when I saw that community explode, right? So I was, I was, I was blessed to have a, a sort of a front row seat to, to this movement, for lack of a better term. Um, of course, we're facing some strong headwinds right now. You know, the macro environment is tricky. It seems like in the U.S., the the 
the, the powers that be, at least the current powers that be, are fairly hostile. Um, I'm not going to get into that or, or try to opine or, or, or guess what, what's going through their minds. But suffice to say that it's a bit of a difficult time to be in the space. But for me, I just see this as turbulence. Um, I am a believer in the technology and being close to what's being built. Um, I have great confidence in what we're building because, you know, the economic side and the speculative speculation and the get rich quick gold rush stuff, I think is probably one of the uglier sides of, of this whole industry. Um, but what's very exciting to me is all the amazing development work that's going on behind the scenes. And I can tell you that despite the fact that the market's been a little depressed, uh, you look at trading volumes on the centralized exchanges down and, and probably going to be down further given what's happening at the moment, at least in the U.S., um, the building continues. And companies and game studios, big and small, are all very, very interested in and active in the space, I can tell you. So I think that, you know, all the hullabaloo aside, this technology and the development is not slowing down. It continues unabated. And this is going to be the future. You know, I think that in, in the future, you're only going to have uh, – there's only two kinds of gaming studios, those that are leveraging Web3 and have it in their plans and those that will. Right. I don't think that this is going to be an option five, 10 years from now. I think it'll be the norm. So for a guy like me, I, I'm, I'm in this for the long haul. Um, and I'm not into, uh, speculation or trying to find a way to make a quick buck in the next month or two. Um, I made some long bets. I've done it. I've put a lot on the line in my personal life here and committing my career to the, not just a sector, but a subsector of the sector in gaming and web three. I'm betting a lot on that because I believe, um, that there's a lot there. And I think that it's inevitable in the next few years that that sector is going to come to life in a massive way. And for those that are watching closely, they're going to be happy that we're participating. And then for those that um, are not, they're going to be surprised because I think it'll come from nowhere. That's a great answer. And lastly, you know, not to put you on the spot or anything, but just to give us some guidance, if we've never played a Web3 game and we want to try the experience out for ourselves, where should we go? And can you maybe list off one or two games that we should try out just for the experience sake? Yeah. So look, um, Web3 gaming is so diverse, right? And gaming in general. So it really depends on what, uh, what tickles your particular fancy. Um, we have a very successful game called Gods Unchained that we're excited about. Um, it is a trading card game. So, you know, it caters to a particular audience. Not everybody is into trading card games. It's a, it's a, it's a niche, but we have a great trading card game in, in Gods Unchained. We have something coming out on mobile called Guild of Guardians, which is a, a great kind of genre mashup. There are some trading uh, card elements, but it also has some sort of like auto battler type of functionality. There is a great project called Metalcore, which is one of the titles that we'll be publishing this year. Um, Metalcore is a really cool, um, you, you mentioned uh, Doom earlier, I think, um, but Metalcore is, for those that like shooter games, it's an open world mech shooter where you run around and you can climb into big mech suits, you can fly things, you can drive things, and there's really these three competing factions that are all battling for superiority. Um, so it's a really exciting high-energy game, but there's also a meta game because if you're not the shooter type, you can, um, you can try to become a baron by buying up land and buying up assets that you then lease to players and factions in the game, almost like an arms dealer, I guess you could call it. 
Um, but there's different ways to participate in the game. So there's these layers to the onion, which I really like. And, um, and then there's, there's something called infinite victory for people that are sports fans. Infinite victory is kind of like a futuristic Tron meets, uh, NBA, but not just NBA, other sports as well with legitimate licenses with top tier leagues. So a really fun and engaging way to indulge in sport, even if you're not a sports fan. So really high energy, um, to a casual game. And uh, what else? Shardbound. Shardbound's another fun one. Um, that's a, that's sort of a genre mashup as well. Where we've got trading card elements and an auto battler. It used to be a really popular Kickstarter program that kind of died on the vine because they ran out of money. So we partnered with a great studio called Bazooka Tango. Um, it's the same guys that brought us Vainglory, and they are reviving that game. We'll be releasing it shortly. So that's a it's a beautiful game, um, just really visually stunning. So we're excited about that as well. So it really depends on on what floats your boat, but there's something for everybody and there's more coming every day. We have 150 games building on Immutable right now. Only Whoa. 5% of those are live. And that's before we're even putting our world together with Polygon. So, you know, stay tuned. Uh, I think Web3 Gaming is uh, in for some exciting um, growth in the next two years. And I'm thrilled because Immutable is at the epicenter of that. So if you're out there, you're thinking about gaming, you believe there's opportunity there, um, and you want to come to one venue to be a part of that future, Immutable is a good place to put on your travel log. Wow, that was a much better answer than I was hoping for. You gave us lots of choices to check out. Uh, and where can we go check this stuff out? What's the website that we go to to find all this stuff? Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for allowing me to give you a plug. You can just go to immutable.com. We have three tabs there, build, play, and connect. Um, you know, build is obviously oriented towards the developers who want to learn more about our offering and how we can make it easier for them to build Web3 enabled games. Play is for people that are interested in Web3 gaming. There's a whole showcase. Um, that's a page that you'll see updated frequently as we add new games to the roster and as we try to improve the discovery tool so that people have easy access to our games. And Connect is a great place to find all the social media venues where you can follow us and jump into the conversation, whether it's Discord, Twitter, Telegram. You'll find us in all the usual places, and we'd love to we'd love to see people there. That's phenomenal. Devin, thank you so much for spending the last 40 minutes with us. We really appreciate everything that you're bringing to the table. I know crypto hasn't had any marketing experts for the vast majority of its existence as an industry. And having someone who knows how to do the storytelling and bridge the gap between community and product and make something that uh, everyone gets a chance to win at is really, really appreciated. So thank you for doing what you're doing and being who you are. And we look forward to bringing you back on the podcast sometime in the near future with some more updates. Thanks, Pizza. It's been great to be here. You're right. The, this space doesn't have enough good marketers. So if you're out there, if you're listening, if you love new technology and exciting communities and uh, you have something to offer on the marketing side, please reach out. You know, there are some good ones out there. Shout out to my peer, Jen Katula over at Polygon. Um, but there's not enough and we'd love to have more. So thanks again for having me on. I'd love to come back sometime. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for spending the last 40 minutes with us listeners of Crypto 101. And we'll be back later this week with some more great episodes.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.